It's 9.30 on a Monday morning. It's time for Food Talk. I'm Marianne Myers, and I am joined by my fabulous co-host, Linda Perkins. I've got my apron on. You do? I yep. can't see it, you because although I no. say I'm joined by you, you're not actually here. <laughs> We're joined electronically, telephonically. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's really comfortable. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I'm locked like in a back closet away from the dogs. There's a skunk dead out on the road, so they're in like DEFCON 1. Oh my gosh. <laughs> The dogs. Um, Our dog is uh, locked in Tom's office with him and not allowed to leave until later. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. You lock your dog away, but then I lock me away. That's how we did differ in our recording strategies, (laughs) how to keep it so people can hear anything besides barking. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Well, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Pretty good. I'm pretty excited about, you know, spring. I've, I've, I've um, got my green apron on again. I think I'm just going to wear it until it hits 104. And then I'm going to wear my red apron. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, um, but I'm very excited because, boy, it's, you know, traditionally, um, you know, this week, next week, you know, like most likely next week that, that the berries do show up and it's just, it's just such a great time of year, you know, yes. strawberry shortcake, just plain strawberries. I, you know, I'll, I'll always buy half a flat of flat and then I eat like a whole pint in the car. <laughs> <laughs> then I get home, I'm like, Whoa, honey. <laughs> oh, I just think they're so delicious. Very, very excited about that. It's such a harbinger of spring, you know. I know. It's the best. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. It, I survive all off season on um, your blueberry bran muffins. <laughs> oh, thank they're you. They're the berry that makes it through the winter, right? The cranberries yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah. So there's such a combination: berry plus fiber. <laughs> <laughs> it, my, one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously, um, they're just delicious. That's not, that's yeah. the only reason that I made them. Eat them. And I have always this is kind of funny. I have always said that I think one of the underappreciated and Norma Hernandez, just cover your ears, underappreciated vegetables is celery, you know? Yes. I mean, I, I really like just a, a, a chicken and celery stir fry with a lot of black pepper. I think that that is delicious. But then on the fruit side, I think that that something that is really underappreciated is rhubarb, which my family calls pie celery. <laughs> and so just all the, all the celeries, I think, are just so underappreciated. And I'm really looking forward to rhubarb, too, you know. And I hear from one of our uh, farmers at the uh, North Coast Food Web's local foods market, uh, mm-hmm. I'm hearing that perhaps next week there will be rhubarb. So Really? That uh, is so exciting. I, I just know. love it. I mean, I just love it. You know, um, John Stevenson comes on after us, and um, I'm, I'm still going to be his friend, but he doesn't like strawberries. And so he will um, he'll eat a rhubarb pie or a rhubarb crisp, but not like what you always think of as strawberry rhubarb, you know? Right. And so um, I've made him rhubarb pies before, and I think um, that they're really delicious. And I never would have made him just plain rhubarb and not, you know, strawberry rhubarb. Um, I, I have a rhubarb cake that I make that's really good and and I love just plain rhubarb sauce Um, but yeah just plain rhubarb pie is good too it's it's really delicious yeah it's a really lovely thing and it is 
so spring. I mean, it is yeah. the quintessential spring. Yeah, but underappreciated. It's yeah. the wallflower. The wallflower <laughs> of the spring fruit. Always a bridesmaid. <laughs> yes, <high> celery. Ooh. <laughs> hey, so, well, y- you know, we need to take a minute and remind um, our listeners that uh, we now have a way for them to contact us and a, oh, re- yes. and and a reason. So Yes, because you were talking about the food web and saying that there was going to be rhubarb soon. And um, this involves the food web because we are having a haiku contest. Yes, and, um, we, we being food talk, food talk, food talk. Yes, food yeah. talk. And um, um, uh, the the prize for the contest is um, uh, our gift certificates to the food web, to their uh, um, small farms market day where you order food online. And that's how they're doing it to be COVID safe. And it's local producers of all kinds. And then you either pick it up on Thursday or have it delivered on Friday. So we are excited about this contest because we are asking you, our seven listeners, to send in haikus about how your cooking or eating has changed um, um, during the COVID pandemic, and we've gotten some great ones so far. So oh. I'm going to read. I'm going to read you a few, even though it seems like it might be cheating. No, I think that you should read them, but I think we should also tell people the uh, email address now oh, and yes, and yes. later. Now and later. Yes. Don't don't just shout it from the rooftop, but send <laughs> send your haikus to Food Talk KMUN at outlook.com food talk k-m-u-n at outlook.com and it's all one word food talk k-m-u-n <laughs> <laughs> okay so here 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 is the kind of thing that we're getting and remember that a haiku is just five syllables seven syllables five syllables and um uh, they don't have to rhyme or anything that's just all that it is so here's one ah sweet solitude I don't use a spoon or a fork or a napkin. <laughs> I think somebody's eaten alone. <laughs> their, 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 their bubble is one person. <laughs> okay, and, and here's another example. Pizza delivered. My banking balance suffers, as does my waistline. <laughs> That's so great. great. That is oh, so yeah. great. <laughs> um, here's, here's, here's the third one. The variety, exclamation point. Everybody delivers. I will have them all. <laughs> oh, and this, we've gotten a lot so far, but I just have one more example because I'm trying to give you sort of like a, um, like, variety. of, of uh, An overview. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So here's the last one. If I have to eat one more bite of my cooking, I will kill myself. <laughs> Oh my God! It's a cry for help. Now, now we're a hotline, and it's not that hot because it's email. So it's not- I know we'll send we'll send a gift certificate and a counselor. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, anyway, um, I think it's just a bright bit of fun for the seven year in these dismal times. Yes, but yeah, and I'm looking I, forward to see yes. what else you send in. It's um, it's really exciting for us. Yeah. You should yeah. definitely, uh, you should definitely enter, and I think it is something that all of us, uh, every single one of us, has experienced food-wise something different yeah. because of the times in which we live. So, yeah, yeah, and you can you can use the the um, email address, you know, if you don't want to do it in the five seven five format, you can just you know tell us what's different for you yeah. or ideas that you have, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Just if you have a message to send us, you, you know, use- it's a communication tool. 
Yeah, <laughs> food talk KMUN at outlook.com. Yay! Right. Looking forward to hearing from even more of you. It's yeah. <laughs> so nice to have a connection, Linda. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, because otherwise it's just you and I talking on the phone. Not that I don't love that, I do, but it <laughs> seems sort of isolated, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is there anybody out there? I guess that's what oh, we're saying. Oh, that's a that's a very fine Ray Charles song. Oh, oh. <laughs> Is there anyone out there? Yeah. Uh, it's a question that never gets answered. But now it can be yeah. because we have an email. So that's good. Yeah, yeah. So what's it been cooking? Well, I've been, um, I think that we talked before about uh, cooking a lot more vegetables. And I have been, and I've been realizing that, if you just go with roasted vegetables, which are always really good, but can get, you know, you can quickly be busted for having done the same thing over and over if you don't yeah, come up with yeah. a, a few little twists. And one of the things yeah. that I have discovered quite by accident in cleaning out the freezer drawer of my refrigerator was that I had yeah. a roll of compound butter left over from whatever. And oh, um, okay. I just used that uh, to toss roasted veg in and it was like a whole new thing it was some really? ju- it was so just some you- walnut sage butter but I now realize that I could do any kind of herbed butters I could do butters with uh, uh, citrus zest in them they all freeze really well and you can just if you make them into a roll you can just slice off pieces of them and use them to you know, in any way. What a I've, great idea. But it's so a really are you good saying, way. Are you saying first you roast them with a little bit of olive oil and then when they're yes. done and they're hot, you put the compound butter in? Yes. So you're Okay, so you're not like roasting a, them in the compound butter. No, okay. no, no. No, because yeah. you'd wind up with more than brown butter, I think. I don't, not sure. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's another really good one is brown butter for making things taste just a little bit different. Um, but also I've been just squeezing Meyer lemon juice over pretty much everything. Asparagus. Uh, I know they're wealthier than I am and they could afford that extra (laughs) E, but, (laughs) but they make a great lemon. That's what I got to say. They make a really great lemon. And for, um, just the zest and the juice is so sublime and it's, it makes just plain I mean there's really good veg available right now so if you just steam it which I'm not averse to steamed veg I think they're really (laughs) good especially with a little compound butter or and or a squeeze of lemon juice Um, Mm -hmm. it's just so delicious really so so um um, my you know how you have like a weekly list of things you do in the house yeah. You know, for sure, um, I have, you know, dust and vacuum and pickup. And then the fourth thing is roast vegetables. Oh. So I turn the oven on, and then when I'm doing that weekly house cleaning, um, I roast vegetables. And um, um, they almost always get eaten, and if they don't, oh, well, but but yeah. they're always there. And so I totally know what you mean, that you can get busted or it can get boring. But but they're good tossed in salads. They're they're good just reheated up as a side um, if, if you don't mix them all together when you're roasting them then you know you can be like oh look it's asparagus oh look it's broccoli you know one day or the next yeah. and it's something different it's not that same medley of everything that you roasted together that's right and you can you can roast them together in the pan but just you know keep them separate when you're scooping them into tupperware yeah. and um but yeah that's that's um on my weekly chore list and it's not a very long chore list 
<laughs> well, you know, now that I'm home all the time, I realize yeah. uh, I realize how much stuff I didn't used to do around here. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, huh. and uh, and I even I. I mean, I've always cooked, but I cook a whole lot more now. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't, to, I, I don't know if you can. Can you hear the dog barking in the background? No, I can't. Oh, so good. good. That means Hopefully that our uh, listeners can't hear can't him. either. Yeah. yeah, he's just having way too much fun. <laughs> Is he trying to alert you to a squirrel? A squirrel? Yeah, right. <laughs> well, this morning he was barking at. Uh, rock in the lawn so I don't know you know <laughs> he's a puppy I'm hoping he's gonna like his brain will kick in at some point well, he's such a little rocket scientist <laughs> <He is>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> puppies are more fun than two tvs but they are also a big test of one's patience yeah. Like I w- and it is really, I mean, you can get a rocket scientist dog. I had one. He could unlock and open the front door to my apartment in eight seconds. Oh, I mean, it was dead voltage. Yeah. And then, um, you know, then we put like a latch at six feet, which he couldn't reach. And then he would unlock and open the door to the basement and then unlock and open the, the basement door to the outside. And so then we put latches on those. And then he figured <laughs> out how to get the bar out of the slider and then open the slider door. I mean, he was just such a genius. He I mean, wanted I would, out. <laughs> I know. I would turn my computer off when I went to work for fear that he was going to hack into the Pentagon. He was just <laughs> really, really smart. And then I've had rock barkers, too. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I every single day I say something like, you're five months old. Why don't you know everything by now? Yeah. <laughs> what is the problem? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Aww. Anyway, <laughs> he's mostly really a lot of fun. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. And he's uh, well, I learned a, forcing us to walk. Soup. So that's Oh, good. yeah, which is a good thing. Yeah. And, and it's COVID safe. Yay. Yeah. yeah. So, so you um, learned? Just a, a stupid little thing about parchment paper. But, yes. Um, um, it's for like, if you, you know how you can make a parchment paper sling for a pan. What you do is you just make it, um, wide as the pan and then it comes up the two sides and hangs up over a little over the edges. And then you make a pan of brownies and you can lift them out of the pan with the parchment paper right. sling. And that works really well, but some things are really goopy, like especially caramel or a lot yes. of like, like fruit roll up type caramel candies that you would make things like that where you want it to cover all four sides. And that's just not something you can do with parchment. And so um, I learned this new method that, um, that actually works. And so um, what you do is you crinkle up your parchment paper and then you flatten it out and you have to do that at least 20 times. And you can't just like crinkle it and then crinkle it and then crinkle it. You have to flatten it out between each one. And then it gets super, super supple. And then you can just squish it into the pan and all four sides are covered that's a great idea i know it's kind of a stupid sounding thing but but it really worked for for um caramel and i made these um what do you call them raspberry caramels and the um the caramel itself was really liquid when you poured it and and it worked just perfect whereas it would have gotten under and around a parchment sling you know yeah absolutely um i and and i love this i i love that tip a lot but what yeah, I really just, want to know about is raspberry caramels. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. But, I mean, 
it was so incredibly expensive to make because I think it took two and a half pounds of fresh raspberries. Oh my god! And you've got like a, a nine by nine pan of caramel. Yeah. And I mean, it was it was just really really expensive to make. And so um, I only made it once, but th- but they were good. But yeah, um, I crinkled the parchment. When you put berries it, of any kind or or any fruit in with caramel, um, how how does that work? Do you just um, cook it well, in there? Or no, you fold um, it in. This was a oh my gosh, I'm not going to remember the cookbook. No, it was. Um, I have tried to make um, like fruit flavored, like especially mango caramels, um, for a long time, and and it's just so hard to get something else into the caramel because sometimes it'll make it just boil so fast that it just doesn't really work. It's like um, like putting espresso in caramel is hard for that reason. Like the temperature just goes zip, and you, it's not because you're putting hot espresso in there. It's just zip, and um, something about the chemistry of it. And then the other thing is when you put fruit in, they just don't set up. And so you've got just like that one time I made fudge that was frosting, but I made like seven pans of it. <laughs> and I, I wish I could remember the name of the cookbook. You know, I'll get it for next time. But but he had a really good recipe um, for, I think he was Middle Eastern. It's some unusual cookbook. And um uh, for raspberry caramels and also for mango caramels but again they were no passion for caramels i think that was it oh and I, I didn't see that when i only did the um um raspberry caramels but the the local um restaurant supply store they have passion fruit puree it's frozen and up on a high shelf in the freezer but they have it it's yes not something i would think that we'd be able to get to, you know? and you can get um a good uh passion fruit syrup and uh puree at most um uh, Latino grocery stores also. I had no idea. I didn't That's know where that. I've gotten it before. Yeah. Okay. So I had no idea. we have options. Nice. So yeah. yeah. Okay. So I'll, I'll, I'll remember, not remember, I'll go find that cookbook and I would go find it right now, but that means I have to release the bump of hounds. <laughs> no, no, don't release the hounds. It's okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> and we can maybe even find something like that online. Um, it's amazing how much of most cookbooks are, appear online when yeah, you start yeah. searching. Yeah. Just uh, But there's know. always the, it's something like that that is very specific, what you have to do for yes. it to be successful. Yes. Um, you know, you can always get the bloggers, as interpreted by, and they're yeah. like, I substituted, and I know I've said this before, the corn chowder for the pork butt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. What is it? Oh, gosh, it's crazy. Um, so, you know, last time we talked, I was uh, extolling the virtues of Meyer lemons. And and yeah. um, and, and I've, I came across this really great idea for Meyer lemons, although it would work with any kind of lemon. It's just that the Meyer lemons are a little less acidic and a little tiny bit sweeter. And so they, I think that they're just more complex, but, okay. um, but they, it's fried lemon slices and they're great. Really? They're great with grilled, uh, veg. They're great with grilled fish. They would be, uh, I think they would be good with anything. Uh, like, uh, so make me want to do it. Convince me that it doesn't suck to eat the peelings. It doesn't suck to eat the peelings. You, you have to slice the lemons really thin. Okay. Uh, so you slice them really thin, and then you're just going to dredge them like you were you were going to be doing anything. I mean, it's just panko and uh, salt and pepper and a beaten egg and oil for frying. And okay. uh, so you're just... Uh, they are so good 
They are so really? good. And they would be really good with, um, I, I think, almost anything. I mean, they're obviously a garnish that you eat. You know, they're not, a, yeah. you don't eat a bowl or a side yeah. serving <laughs> of, uh, of fried lemons, but they are really, really good. And they add something completely lovely to whatever it is you're putting them on. I'm telling so, you, try do they, it. Do I like, they look like... Like like a like a fried mozzarella stick. I mean, what do they look like? You know, I mean, are they completely breaded like that? What do they? Yeah, look they're like? breaded. They look like a little breaded patty. I mean, you could. It okay. depends on how well you got the breading to stick. You know, you can see some lemon through there, but they look like a little toasty, uh, toasty breadcrumb disc, and okay. they're thin. They're so thin that you can cut them. I mean, if you if you can slice them thin enough, you can cut them with your fork. Uh, you okay. don't need a knife for them, um, but it it isn't any zestier than a, you know if you were using if you were zesting it. It's okay. it's they're just really good. I encourage everybody to try it if you like um, if if you like lemons. They're a okay. really wonderful thing to do. And and also, um, do you? I don't know if you like candied uh, citrus peel. I love it, especially if it's dipped in dark chocolate. <laughs> Okay. But yeah, um, no, I think it's delicious. Yeah, it's delicious. So I, I, I'm just saying, try it. Meyer lemons are okay. everywhere right now, and I think you might really like it. Okay. Okay. I'm scared. It's something <laughs> new. Oh no! I'm set in my ways. <laughs> you are so not set in your yes, ways. I am. That yes, I that am. was a bogus claim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all a facade. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, um, what have you been cooking? What's new? We, we well, have a few minutes. What's new? Oh, wait. Did, do, should we tell everybody that they're listening to KMUN? We should. Uh, we're past the point where we should have mentioned that uh, Food Talk <laughs> is a co-production of KMUN and North Coast Food Web. And we are grateful to both of those fine organizations for the opportunity to talk about home cooking a couple times a month. Um, I'm Marianne Myers. I'm always with the fabulous Linda Perkins. And that's all we need to say by means of uh, explanation about ourselves. So um, I've been making, you know, I I just really like salads. And even though the sparrows are eating all the little lettuce darts, you know, and there may be no salad this spring, tell everybody. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um, um, I, th- I, I think the salad I've been making the most is crab louie. Oh. And, um, yeah. And um, that's, um, I, I think, really delicious. So at my house, what that means is, some kind of lettuce you know it's really good if it's romaine but it can be any kind of lettuce and then um tomatoes either chopped up or cherry tomatoes black olives some green onions um hard-boiled egg uh, crab and croutons and dressing and so the croutons i just use like a rustic bread and i keep it up and i really like them um fried in a fry pan because i really like them where they're kind of soft in the middle and crispy on the outside so they, they aren't just totally dried and hard like they get in the oven you know yeah yeah and so and I think I've probably said this before but I just I get a skillet hot and I put half butter half um, olive oil maybe a tablespoon of each in there and then I, I toss in a couple big handfuls of cubed up bread you know crouton sized bread and I, I just um, toss it around to, to get it you know moist the oil and butter spread around evenly and then I just let it get 
brown on all its sides and it'll cook, you know, faster as time goes on. So you got to watch it. And it, it takes, you know, maybe, oh, I don't know, maybe eight minutes, but then um, uh, maybe not even that much. And so then when they come out of the pan, then I hit them with some garlic salt because that's what I like. But, you know, you could put any mixture of herbs or dried or fresh in there and uh-huh. um, just make some herb flavored croutons. And then um, for dressing, I just, I mix mayonnaise um, and ketchup, maybe four to one. And I put in some pickle relish. I use sweet and a little bit of dill. I have um, some zucchini relish that a friend make. A friend makes pepper and um, some lemon juice. And what else do I put in there? I feel like I'm missing something big. Do you put any? But, um, of, do you put a dash of Tabasco or anything like that in your? Um, uh, no, no, it on? would be good. It would be good, but I don't. Yeah. Um, just because that that um, stuff while Dale likes it, it doesn't like Dale. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and um, but. Yeah, and, and, and that would be good. There's all kinds of other things that you can put in the dressing, too, but that's just kind of the basis of it. Yeah, it's and, good. Um, just, just, um, just a, uh, it's, I, I think, a really good summer staple. And then, um, you know, my stepson is a commercial crabber, and so all, all of the people he knows are commercial crabbers. And so then I generally, if I make it, I, I make a, a, a decent-sized batch of everything. You know, I'll boil a bunch of eggs, I'll make a bunch of dressing, that kind of stuff. And then if they come, come by, I can say, hey, do you want the fixings for a crab louis salad? So I'm not asking them to eat over because they're seafood workers and, you know, they're they're yeah. very exposed to COVID and you can't have anybody over now. But it's the way that I can, you know, give them something that yeah. feels sort of like they've had a meal here. You know, I miss that, you know, Ian and all his friends coming over for, for just a crab louis at lunch. Um I so so miss, uh, I'm tired right now, weary of not getting together with friends in person over food. I'm weary of it. And and the thing about that is, is it's a way of expressing affection for people. But but if you pack stuff up like that, it's still a way to express affection, though it's not as satisfactory, you know. Yeah, well, we do what we can at this point, right? Yeah. The list of things we can is just shorter. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Way shorter than it used to be, so. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) shoot. Well, I don't want us to run out of time and me not be able to say to send your haiku submissions to foodtalkkmun at outlook.com, foodtalkkmun at outlook.com, because we want to give you a prize. (laughs) <laughs> That's right. We want to give you a prize. <laughs> that uh, that's right. And and I appreciate that we have gotten some submissions. This is very encouraging. In fact, I think you read four, maybe, and that yeah. might that's well over half of our fan base. So you oh, know. that's true. Well, and you can send as many as you want, except don't send a hundred. And <laughs> try <laughs> so not to send more 100. than we might get more than seven. hey speaking of salad dressings do you have Mm -hmm. a fail proof or favorite or um secret uh for good blue cheese dressing huh um because i've never made really satisfactory blue cheese dressing and and we like blue cheese in a salad but i end up just sprinkling blue cheese in the salad or putting yeah. blue cheese in the vinaigrette and shaking it yeah. up really good because I have you never know, found a creamy blue cheese recipe that I really like. I don't know. Yeah. 
they're all just kind of just as good as the store bought. Yeah, and I'm you know, not big true. on that. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I don't know. I don't know. You know, that might be. I mean, that would be a really good thing to have. And I think that's such an important part about being a good cook, where you identify. I would really like to have a good creamy blue cheese dressing. I don't have one. And then you go and you start trying them and trying to figure out what makes them good and then find one that's better, find one that's better and then one that's even better. And then pretty soon you have one that's delicious and perfect for you. And I think that's what makes a good cook, you know? Yeah, I think it does too. We're trying stuff, right? Oh my gosh, we're going to, we're running out of time. Okay. I cannot stand this. How does it happen every single time? I don't know. It's because we can't <laughs> so show nice up. So nice talking to you, Marianne. So nice talking to the seven of you out there. Yes. And thank you so much for, I uh, thank you again for supporting the Spring Pledge Drive and KMUN in general. And also, uh, Linda, one more time on the email address. Food talk KMUN at Outlook.com. Food talk KMUN at Outlook.com. Send your haikus. Thank you, Linda.